0: two pitch. Hit toward third. Castro has it. Spins, fires.
1: A perfect game! Roy Halladay
0: has thrown the second perfect game
1: in Philadelphia. Line drive right center field. Base hit. Ground ball over the mound. Wait for it. Oh, see, he booted it! runner's in! Robinson, the 3-0 pitch. Swank and low drive! Going on, everybody. Welcome to episode twenty of the Bell Smashers Podcast. A Mike Schmidt number.
0: That's right. Uh,
1: <laughs> I am your co-host Kylie, and I'm Jen. And no, Haley, this week we don't think uh, it's crazy. The radio is hectic and uh, hockey as well. Like it, we're all busy. It, it's it's a hectic time right now, uh, but. Baseball season is here.
0: Yeah, we are pre-recording on Wednesday, yes. but tomorrow, uh, twenty-four hours from now, the Phillies will be in their first game
1: of the season. Uh, yeah, it is about that. It's it's that time. Yeah, half hour into the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I I looked at you know when the Teams all announced their opening day starters. Obviously, ours is Nola. I don't recall off the top of my head how many he's had. I believe it's seven now. Yeah. Uh, seven consecutive opening day starts for the Phillies, which, incredible. Um, I-, I know our pitching hasn't always been top tier, but regardless, Nola is a he's he's nola like there's no nothing else to say he he deserves it he's he's our guy i
0: completely agree (laughs) nola is a philadelphia philly yes uh
1: hopefully for For longer than yeah (laughs) Yeah. um yeah Uh, please extend him um and obviously, we have we're going up against Jacob Degrom, no Reese. Which seeing that intro after the fact with his home run breaks my heart, and uh, it it means a little more now. But um, without Reese, we have Derek Hall most likely starting on opening day. Um. He'll be first base, I assume. I don't know exactly where else he would, he would be. Uh, Sosa would – where would Sosa be? You think um. So, I don't
0: know. I'm trying to – people really loved the lineup of the last spring training game yesterday, but I don't mm-hmm. remember what it was because I, I couldn't watch.
1: Which, so... by the way, Hall walked it off that game.
0: He did. I did (laughs) hear about that. And then Garrett Stubbs ran up to him and they had this most amazing hug.
1: (laughs) It's adorable. I I love them. They are hilarious together. It made me think of the time where uh, in the clubhouse they were celebrating, I believe, winning the NLCS and going to the World Series. Um, Hall had Stubbs on his shoulders and they were just going nuts and we brought it
0: up on our episode with Derek Hall because yeah we just we had to talk about how you can tell that they're very close and we love both of them so much
1: yeah absolutely and you know with discussing being close i know you're not fond of talking about the Reese injury
0: nobody is okay.
1: it sucks it sucks I-
0: I appreciate that. I'm not, <laughs> people literally, before they bring it up to me, they're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like people literally. know how difficult this is as someone who has Reese as their favorite player. I know I'm not the only one, um, but that's okay. It's We need to talk about it. It's Because we we recorded last week on Wednesday – yeah. And we were already sad because Mark got released. And then the following day, Reese tore his ACL. So Yeah.
1: It was rough. It it was a rough two weeks for us for this for this podcast. Uh two players that mean a lot to not only you, obviously. It means a lot to, to me and, and I know to Haley. Um just just great guys. And I know Reese will be in the clubhouse as much as he can. That's literally confirmed. He's gonna be there as much as he can. He is getting the same surgery he's getting the same he's getting the surgery by the same surgeon. There we go. I said it finally. The same surgeon that Kyle Shorber, I believe, had his ACL reconstructive surgery. and Shorber was able to play in game seven of the World Series. Yeah. Now hopefully when we go to the World Series this year, it's in four games and that's it. Like we're good. <laughs> but there if, if it does end up going to seven, he'll uh hopefully be ready to have a walk off home run and send us home as champs.
0: Yeah. So anyway, I'm again I wore my twenty two last week. Today I'm wearing my Hoskins jersey. He's you can't literally He's literally the background on my phone still because uh, I'm of not course. changing it just because he's yeah. injured. Um, it's just awful. The, literally the worst injury he could have sustained in the contract year where he was going to go absolutely off on every, mm-hmm. you know, probably even better than last year. Yep. So it's, yeah, Um. it sucks. And again, we talk about this a lot but the impact on that he has on the clubhouse. Harper this week said they call him their captain. Uh I don't know if he still is but he has been the MLB player association representative. So that's a position where your teammates vote you into that and he goes to all the meetings like to represent the team and what the I what Actually the didn't know that. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know that um and again, I, I'm not sure if he's still in that position, but the fact that he has been really speaks volumes to how important he is in the clubhouse, how loved he is. And it's a huge loss. Um, it's it's bittersweet. We are very happy and excited for Derek Hall, which actually Hall gave an interview and said yes, that you didn't mention that. Yeah. So for those who didn't see this, um he like he ran into Reese in the locker room and they hugged. And um, you know, Hall said to him, "Like, I'm really sorry. Like, this absolutely sucks." And Reese's response was, "Actually, I'm really happy for you." So I'm
1: still not crying. <laughs> that's that's a shock because this is it's gutting me still. Yeah,
0: I uh, I'm feeling the tears are like back here. <laughs> like there. My, yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, I think my my voice is breaking a little bit, but. I just, that speaks to who he is as a person. Um, also anyone listening, donate to muscular dystrophy, um, association, MDA Philadelphia, that is Reese and Jamie's charity. A lot of people have been doing that and donating $17, uh, in his honor. So if you're feeling sad and you want to channel that into something, uh, please do it that way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and before we continue, I did forget to mention this—that
0: um, we're brought to you by Manscaped, and yes, Fired Up Sports yes. Network.
1: Yes, um, we are brought to you by Manscaped and Fired Up Sports. Uh, we love you both very much. We appreciate both of their supports, and um, with Manscaped, you do what We do have a code for you use code bell smash for 20% off and free shipping. They did just release their hedge trimmer, you know, all get all that facial stuff for you, the the beard, get you looking right, hair from top to bottom. They they really got you covered. Like even ha- hair on your head. Like they got you. So uh definitely take advantage of that. They're great people over there. We love them. Uh now let's let's get back to Phillies. that's right so. i mean
0: yeah again use that code take advantage of it uh your beard is part of your personal hygiene if you're listening or get it for someone you love it's definitely worthwhile i also wanted to at the beginning you said it's our 20th episode so that went by so fast
1: dude it flew like that's 20 weeks yeah four because, months
0: mm-hmm And we've been doing it consistently every week. And remember when we were starting and we were like, should we have an episode every week or are we going to – it's the off season. Like what are we going to talk about every week?
1: Something every single time.
0: Yeah. Um, And so Kylie, thank you again for having the idea for the podcast. Thank you again to Fired Up who just had their 100th episode. And we – actually Kylie and I appeared on uh, (laughs) – but for to them for for welcoming us and really appreciating the fact that the we're an all female podcast and you know them actually being excited about that and wanting to do it for that reason with us as well and so just thanks for having me and haley on the ride with you
1: yes you you, you know i love you guys um, yeah we love you too i'm i'm very glad you guys said yes to coming and doing this with me um there aren't two other people I'd rather be doing this with. Uh, I, I know Haley hasn't been here much. I hope she hears this because I do appreciate you both very much. You both are crucial to what we do, and I lit- literally would not be doing this without you guys. It would not exist. It would not be possible without you guys are fired up.
0: Absolutely, That's not
1: an exaggeration. And it's it's so crazy, like what we've been doing and like everything we have planned because we do have quite a bit planned Mm -hmm. we're going to announce something pretty shortly uh we just got to decide on when the best time to do it is yeah so that one's gonna be super duper fun um so it's this season's gonna be so much fun i it's kind of crazy because we were we were trying to figure out when to do it too because it was the off season and we were just trying to time it like do season preview but nothing is gonna be season review and season preview which is what we're doing today um it's just somehow we got it perfectly timed um we we did it on the first episode my sister we the the first episode my sister was literally in labor as we were recording Mm -hmm. like it's been chaos ever since for yeah this podcast. in the best way
0: um yes and thank you so much way. again for to everyone who's watching and listening and we have received messages from a lot of listeners um female listeners too, saying that this does mean something to them so yeah. that means a lot to me um all of our family and friends that watch you know i like my friends who don't really care about baseball or don't even like the Phillies, like who listen, Uh, my big brother. I love you so much. And yeah.
1: Thank you guys. We love you. Jen's big brother.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah. You'll meet
1: him soon. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. Um, But yeah, most importantly, this also would not be possible without people listening. Mm -hmm. People, you know, we know we do get messages and people really appreciating that we are all female And I don't like to dive too much into everything. I don't like to, you know, put myself up on any kind of anything. I don't like to hype myself up. Um, I do, and I will continue to. Unapologetically. You'll you'll be the one to do it. Yes, go for it. I'm not sorry. Um. Yeah, I'm not
0: sorry. And I'm not sorry if I cry. I'm not sorry for showing emotions. If you're one of our male listeners and viewers, that's like the most manly thing you can do is express
1: your emotions. (laughs) Yes. Uh I but regardless, I am very proud of what we've done. Mark Apel, Jordan Disson, uh Derek Hall. Derek Hall. Kurt, Landis, Kurt Landis. Uh, Lauren Alex Carr. Uh, yeah. Alex Carr. Um Connor. Like UK uh, Phillies. <laughs> UK Phillies. Literally everybody that's come on. It's it's been a ton of fun and I love doing this. And it just every week we get closer and closer to opening day, which is tomorrow now. Uh this really helped me deal with the lack of Phillies baseball. Me too. And then it flew by and I know it's because we had the shortest off season and we're not used to that. Um, so hopefully we start getting used to that again. And from what I've heard from John Middleton, this dude is is ready for Philly for the Phillies to be one of the Philly sports again.
0: I, I agree. I am um, between Middleton and Dombrowski and just all the moves going on and clearly for the pursuit of a championship trophy, again, yeah. multiple trophies in the next several years. Um, it's really exciting. And just after many bad years of baseball and empty citizens bank park. Like it's just very heartening to see the city um, get excited about baseball again. And yeah, hopefully for a long time.
1: Yeah. It's, it's been a long time since I've seen uh, the streets of Philadelphia packed with Phillies jerseys and celebration of something that team did, you know, it's, it's been rough. Uh, you know, it it makes me appreciate this team more in a sense. You obviously don't want your team to have any struggles, but obviously it happens. So it, it adds a greater appreciation for the current team. And, you know, it's, we like to stay optimistic. We like to, we love our players. They represent the team in the city that we love. Um, so you know they—they they all work their butts off, especially at this level. You—you you don't get to this level of play without working your butt off. So, no matter what, you can—you have to respect that. And I, all of this entire roster has me excited. You know, Bailey Falter had a good season. Uh, you know, he—he he struggled against the—I believe it was the Padres, but you know, uh. He, he was pretty solid for the regular season and he's still young. So he's got, he's got that under his belt. So Falter is going to be good. You know, Uh Sosa is going to have a big year with us. We're going to see a lot of, of, of bats from him. We're going to see a lot more hall, obviously. So we have guys that will be able to step up and they are ready to step up and, I know it's it's going to be a rough beginning, potentially, with missing Reese and missing Harper. Um, and I believe it's Ranger. Ranger is out till, I believe, May. Is that right? Is it May? I'm not
0: sure I've seen a date. Um, but that would sound, I feel like that's right if he's having issues with his elbow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, with, with, we, we have a very good baseball team. We are in the best division in baseball. you Admit it or not, the Mets and the Braves are very, very good and are going to be a thorn in our side mm-hmm. for as long, for as long as ever. So, um, maybe winning the division isn't part of people's, Expectations, especially with you know missing a couple pieces, including in the you know in the beginning of the season. But um it is a long season, 162 games.
0: Yeah, remember this time last year when Didi Gregorius was our starting shortstop and yeah. uh Stott was at third base.
1: Yeah, he was at third. So <laughs> Because bo was was trying to make the roster, and I mean Stott batted what six hundred in spring training. So yeah, it it a lot happened. The lockout, Didi Gregorius, Phillies World Series in the same year.
0: Girardi being fired, twenty two
1: and twenty nine at the time yeah. it was firing, like in these all in the same year. Hmm. So
0: you really just never know, you know, all the pundits and people, they're going to start making their predictions and all of that stuff. At this point, I believe they leave the Phillies off a lot of these lists on purpose because they know people will react to it and get upset about it. So I try not to call certain ones out. Yeah, because that's what they want us to do. But as we always say, we like to be the underdog. This team loves it. They feed off of that energy because they just they're going to have fun and they're going to try to win games so who cares where you're yeah. ranking them
1: yeah and we literally i mean you saw what happened when people started to have faith in Philly sports mhm it, it always somehow goes the wrong way not always but like it it tends to uh not work in our favor and yeah. so I don't know how that's possible. I don't know what kind of voodoo. It's like a jinx, honestly. (laughs) It's literally like, yeah, it's pretty much a jinx. And so whenever I see people complaining about, you know, putting Harper at 58 in the top 100, which, first of all, we obviously know he's not 58. Um, But I'm just like, dude, let it happen. They, they ranked us the worst, one of the worst pitching rotations and one of the worst lineups out of all the postseason teams. You're we only above two teams, maybe. Uh, I, it's been a long time. It, But um, we knocked out every team that was above us, except for the Astros, who were ranked number one. Yeah, exactly right. We were two games away. No other team had beaten them in the postseason but us. Yep. Yeah. And so... that's because of our bullpen. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's a very long season, and struggles are going to happen. They're going to be annoying. Nobody likes it. But Base,
0: yeah, baseball is a game of peaks and valleys like it's going to be all over the place.
1: Exactly. And it's I've I've always said baseball is a game of streaks because mm-hmm. you have hot streaks, you have cold streaks, you have. It's Make literally it. the game of streaks. Mm hmm. So it's. It's what makes baseball fun. It makes It's what makes you appreciate the postseason. It makes you appreciate getting to the World Series and then winning the World Series. It's all part of it that makes you appreciate the game. Absolutely. So I'm very excited. And the Phillies made their, what I assume, is their final trade of the offseason. Because I guess, is it still technically the offseason, would you say?
0: I guess. I mean
1: spring training.
0: Yeah, like today is is the in between between spring training and regular season. So maybe yeah. today is just like a. But well, clearly they could make moves today. So I guess.
1: Yeah. But would you consider like, like I know it's preseason technically mm-hmm. like spring training, but would you still consider that almost part of the off season?
0: No. I think no. I. I I, to the off season, to me, is when there are no games happening at all.
1: That's what I was thinking. So then, I guess a obviously it's a preseason acquisition, but like if there's a better term for it, I was trying to figure it out. Just kind of the tweet, yeah, right. Uh, the Phillies traded for. I'm totally. We figured it out Christian, before. Christian Pache. There we go. He is a right-handed hitting center fielder, and he was a top prospect for the Braves. We are sending Billy Sullivan, a right relief pitcher, to Oakland in return, and he doesn't have any options left, so he is going to um, – they, they put Reese Hoskins on the 60-day IL.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's assumed he's going to take Dalton Guthrie's spot on the 26-man roster.
0: Oh, I didn't see that. But part. that's
1: yeah, that's that's not confirmed or anything. That's just from what I've seen. So that's none of that's confirmed at all. So I
0: will say, if that is the case, that wouldn't surprise me. Just because I was, I don't know. I, I Lauren talked about it last week how it feel. It appears that they love Dalton Guthrie and. I I didn't. I felt like, of course, he's talented. I just didn't see, especially. I felt like I barely saw him in spring training. First of all, but
1: yeah, I, I think he batted like around three hundred for the spring training. I believe I don't remember how many at bats he had. Um, but yeah, I don't remember him playing too too much. Mm-hmm. Like Hall played a lot. Castellanos played a lot. Cave played a lot, and he he led all of spring training in I want to say hits, and I maybe batting average. I think he was up there. He
0: absolutely. (laughs) Destroyed <laughs> spring training. Yeah, he
1: killed it. He made the the roster. He's he deserved be there. it. Yeah, he yeah, earned it. Sure. Yeah, for sure.
0: And we hope that it transfers over into the regular
1: season. I hope so. Um, you know, you you never know. I mean, stop batted six hundred in the spring training last year. Batted under three hundred this year. Like around yeah. two around 200 it's hard, it, it's,
0: there's no way to know
1: until the games start so yeah and um you know so there's obviously exciting players like Trey Turner and um you know we we do have exciting players so this I can't express how excited I am for this season I know I've said it before I won't <laughs> stop saying it I'm excited
0: I'll be honest. I'm I'm so sad that it's far I'm still excited. It's just of course, thought, just the thought of like opening day or like you know the lineup without Reese. It
1: sucks. I know. It's like the first time in yeah, like A long time, years that he hasn't been on the opening day roster. So yeah it sucks that's that's our guy we love him such a good dude like there's nothing negative you could say about him
0: nothing so i'll be it'll it'll take getting used to but i will be watching clearly
1: yeah oh yeah for sure uh kind of have to at this point right
0: yeah even if i didn't (laughs) want to it's for the god
1: yeah (laughs) Imagine just not watching the games and doing this podcast every week. (laughs) I can't. Like, like, oh, who did what this week? That'd be funny. uh... (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) So, the roster is, I guess, pretty much is, is set. I mean, with the day left, it better be. Um. We just so, have to
0: wait for that Guthrie. I yeah, guess. that's Pache. that's the pretty
1: much part of it. Because right now, the outfielders are Schwerber, Marsh, Castellanos, Cave, and either it's, I guess Guthrie's gone, maybe. So it's got to be Pache. Um, infielders, it's Derek Hall, Stott, Turner, Boehm, So it's Harrison. Uh, catchers, it's Rimuto and Garrett Stubbs. Bullpen is Sir Anthony, Jose Alvarado, Soto, Kimbrel, Brogdon, Velati, Marte, and Vasquez. I actually pretty much mo- I- – I like Junior Marte a lot. Um, the rotation without Ranger is Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Taiwan Walker, Bailey Falter, and Matt Strom. Yep. So, toward the end of the rotation, um, I guess there wasn't anywhere else to to put for the rotation. I don't know why I thought there would be. Uh, Bailey Falter at four and Matt Strom at five is a little interesting to start. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Yes. A little surprising, but it would be vice versa. Yeah, and we were... Maybe hoping Painter would be there before the injury too, Uh, and and Suarez too. I'm not. Did he injure it? Did Ranger Suarez injure his elbow pitching in the World Baseball Classic, or was it already injured? And then he left. I know he had to leave the WBC, but I don't know the sequence. I
1: don't remember. Yeah, I don't
0: remember. Regardless, it's not – those aren't the starters that we were expecting. So I will say if I have any areas of concern, it is those um, kind of the back of the rotation. Strom – the goal for Strom was to be a reliever and not – I'm if I remember correctly, and not a starter. Or maybe, yeah. you know, I don't – that's what I think. Um, so – and then that's how they were using him in – spring training from what I remember too. So if anything contributes to a shaky start, I do think it could be um, there with the starting pitching, but also with pitching, I feel like even more than the position players, they take longer to settle in at the beginning of the season because they haven't been pitching like, and they're working on, Like, even in spring training, they're coming up with new pitches or they're, like, working on their mechanics and things like that. There are so many factors um, to consider that can be why you might not see, you know, them in, like, ace
1: form right away. Right, right.
0: Wheeler and NOLA especially.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean – they're, they're not going to pitch a lot of innings or pitches to start anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be on a pitch limit just to get the um, the stamina up. So we're going to see a lot of the bullpen to start out. So we'll we'll know who we have pretty early on in terms of bullpen, see what we got there. Everybody knows I'm high on Kimbrel. Yeah, I, they do know. I love it. I'm I'm very excited for it. I have high expectations for it. Um, Gregory Soto will be in I mean we have guys Four guys that can close Yeah Kimbrel, Soto, Alvarado And Dominguez Mm -hmm. They can all close Or come in Relief of one another Mm -hmm. Good luck facing Nola Then Soto Then Dominguez Then Kimbrel Then Alvarado Wow. You got Ace, and you got a 100-mile-an-hour lefty in Soto. hmm And then you got an elite, old, but formerly elite closer in Kimbrel. And then you're back to a 100-mile-an-hour lefty. Insane. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Like, this bullpen, I, I'm in love with. I loved
0: those shirts that they made – Last year for Alvarado and um, Dominguez, strike one, strike
1: two. Good luck, yeah, good luck. Love Those are it. So
0: cute. That was just like another example of how close the team is and was like making special t shirt t shirts for each other. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> and wearing um, them. <laughs> yeah, and while we did lose uh, Meiton and Vierling, you know, in the Soto trade, not one Soto. Um, like seeing Garrett Stubbs and Derek Hall do that amazing hug after that the last spring training game, and just talking to Hall on the episode, like, and just seeing these guys, it it they clearly still have that closeness, that bond that made it, that was a huge part of why they made it to the World Series last year. Absolutely, it shows, and. It's nice to see that continue,
0: and yes, and under um, Topper's leadership, which Mark Appel and Derek Hall both talked about how important he is and how he just lets them be themselves, and yeah, like there's yeah, they were saying it at all levels of leadership um, and across the team,
1: so it makes a difference. Yeah, it absolutely does. I mean, you can have all the talent in the world, but if you guys don't get along, nothing's happening.
0: Yeah, and it's pretty obvious when there's a clubhouse that's not vibing where the Phillies have been there before. so Yes.
1: <laughs> it's just so yes. nice to see. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, we've we've seen drama from other teams, like, a long time ago when Harper and Papelbaum went out in their own clubhouse, like, you see that happen, and you're just like, it's obvious that team isn't going to do anything because you need that bond. I don't care how good you are. You need that togetherness.
0: Yeah, and I've said this before on previous episodes, but I I really started noticing it um, last season. The game ripped the game. The series before the All-Star break was in Miami, and a bunch of players mm-hmm. just stayed down there with their families, and they all hung out together. Like they didn't, they, they didn't have to, they could have yeah. gone home. They could have gone somewhere else with their own families, but they all stayed together and like went out on boats and like took pic- cute pictures. <laughs> like, And I thought to myself, wow, that's really special. They're choosing to spend all this time together, even though they already do during the
1: season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You feel like you want to get away for a week. Um, yeah. But it's like, it's like, them together.
0: Uh, yeah, it's like us normal people when you <laughs> have coworkers that become your friends. And so you enjoy hanging out even when you're not working together. It's, it's the best.
1: Yeah. But I feel like even with my best friend, I would still want to get away a week away. I, I mean, yeah. So I like, Clearly I- they are that close. Like it's, it's, it was nice to see. And, um, it sucks that Bryce wasn't at the All-Star game. I know he was hurt. Mm-hmm. I know he was hurt. Um, so, but it sucks because he was, it was his first All-Star break as a Philly.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Are you okay? So, dude, can you hear? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, no, but can you, were you able to hear the call? no okay good i keep being facetimed and i it's pissing me off um so anyway jesus christ i can't stand people so um i when i ignore a call don't call back um yeah my apologies anyway um um I don't even remember what I was saying at this point.
0: Harper wasn't there during the All-Star yes. game. Because he, so, he yeah. was hurt. So,
1: yeah. So, Harper wasn't there, which sucked because I really wanted to see him in a Phillies All-Star game jersey. Especially for his first one, even though he wasn't playing. But then I saw them all together. And I was like, you know what? Doesn't even matter. Like, it that clearly shows how together they are. And then Stubbs watching... Schwarber's at bat while they were at dinner. <laughs> it I can't express enough how close this team still feels. Yeah. Like it's it's a beautiful thing.
0: It really is. It really is. So I they're going to carry that into this 2023 season. A full season with Topper and so I think it's really good energy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, I haven't seen a team this together for the Phillies since the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. So it's again, it's beautiful to see. Like, I I like when the club then there's a clubhouse that's clearly together and it's obvious. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel good about that team. It does. Um, but season starts tomorrow. Any surprises for you? Like surprises that were made,
0: uh, like from the, from spring training, from the, op- I'm trying to think. Um,
1: yeah, I any think it- like acquisition or any... Anybody that stood out to you in spring training the most after – now that spring training's gone, I know we've talked about that a little bit, but
0: – Yeah, I I mean, I mentioned it earlier in the episode that I was surprised that it sounded like Dalton Guthrie was going to be on the roster, but then with today's move of yeah. getting Christian Pache, um, I guess that surprised me too because I really thought that they were done. I so, did too. So that was certainly a surprise. I also wasn't expecting Jake Cave to be one of the best players in all of spring training across yeah, the league. Yeah, seriously. That's a the most pleasant type of surprise. I'm very happy for him. And I do hope that he continues that success with us in, in the regular season.
1: Um, I hope so. so. I, I think it will, uh, at least a little bit. Um He's not gonna get too too much playing time with Susan yeah. Hall. Right. And, right. You know, but um he'll he'll get like a doubleheader and, and other stuff like that. Um a surprise for me, which I know it's because he wasn't on the, the big roster uh was Kingery. Me too. Now I it's obviously because of the roster technicalities, of course, but um he did have a very good spring training.
0: I agree. I was surprised too, but and we understand why. Yeah. But he definitely showed improvement. Uh I think we talked about this with Lauren too last week that uh they have they were reporting that Kingery spent time with Kevin Long this off season really working on getting back into the swing of things literally, you know, on his batting and his approach. Uh, at the plate and I, it showed in spring training, the Phillies are pay, still paying him a lot of money. And I do think that <laughs> he will be called up, uh, whenever the, you know, at some point.
1: Yeah, for sure. He'll, he'll be the first caller up. Um, hopefully we don't have any injuries for the rest of the season because my I God, we can't take out, any, I can't take any more. We're starting out hot with injuries this year. Um, yeah. So, hopefully there there isn't any more, and we're all healthy, and everybody's good, and nothing else happens. Rainbows and sunshine. Yes, rainbows and sunshine the whole time. Um, but, realistically, it's always possible. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like if any infielder, God forbid, gets hurt, he'll be the first called out. I agree. So, I... We're all on the Kingery resurgence train. Hopefully, you know it happens. Cause, I mean, he's a good guy.
0: He is. I. That's another guy that I just love too as a person. Um, best friends with Reese, and so yeah. But I, I'm always rooting for him. So
1: yeah, absolutely, always. And I know he's not. On the Phillies anymore, he was traded to the Angels. But Logan Ohapi will be on the Angels uh, roster this year. I think it's okay
0: for us to acknowledge, you know, former Phillies,
1: especially Ohapi. Man, I loved Ohapi.
0: Yeah, like it's great. It's he just yeah. He also deserves it. It's really exciting. We should be happy for him.
1: Absolutely. And... This would not have happened with the Phillies because we have stubs in Ramudo. Exactly. So he would Are not we... be on a major league roster this year for the Phillies. Mm-hmm. So it it sucks. Um you don't wanna see them do well off your team, you want to see them do well on your team. Um but that's not that's gonna be twisted wrong. That's you wanna see them do well. Obviously, I want a no happy to do well. Um, but I'm saying you, you want them to do it for your team. Of course. But then yeah. but realistically,
0: realistically. Literally yeah. would not have been able to. Yeah.
1: It, we were we're pretty loaded at at catcher and I mean Stubbs is a very, very good backup catcher. Um so he could take the load he takes the load off JT and um, I mean even Mark Capel uh talked about Stubbs and yeah. said he was great to pitch to, so yeah, he did. So I mean we, we were just loaded at catcher and it sucks that it had to happen, but we got Marsh out of it. And we love Marsh we as do. well. So it, it worked out best for all sides involved
0: speaking of marsh i do i would say one of my predictions is he'll have i mean not like over the top like completely career year but i think he will have a very strong year having a full season with the phillies and you know consistent playing time and things like that i think yeah yeah. for sure him and bohm uh you know, look for them to be really good contributors to this team.
1: Bohm is my prediction for leading the team in home runs this year. Love that. It's, it's a flaming hot take because we do it have is. Schwarber and we do have Trey Turner. But I do not care. I am all in on this ridiculous 15-pound of muscle dude
0: that is claiming to
1: be Alec Boehm.
0: I love it for you. I'm gonna still say <laughs> Kyle Schwarber as the home run leader.
1: It's gonna be one of the
0: two or Turner. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I will be interested to see how many Trey Turner gets. I'm so excited. But that's why when I when I thought Reese would be playing, that I knew I said there will be at least three Phillies with over 30 home runs. I was thinking Schwarber, yeah. Turner, Reese. You know, maybe somebody else, uh, boom. But now I'm not so sure.
1: <laughs>
0: I I like UK Phillies 25, at least 25. I'm sold. Yeah, for that. at
1: least 25. Um, yeah. I I would love that because, I mean, that's the beginning of the intro to this podcast is the biggest boom highlight as a Philly. And so him going from that to hey 25 dinger season maybe and clearly are a third baseman for a long time. Like again, not even a full year yet of this happening. Mm-hmm. Gotta remind everybody that. Like it's it's insane.
0: We've been through so much. Like rotating center fielders for years, and oh yeah, no consistent third baseman, and people switch. Girardi switching the lineup every day, like it. Getting no hit by the Mets, like there's been some dark times, even literally last season. So you can't that help. That was all the, last season. Yeah, you can't help but be excited.
1: Yeah, uh, it's. And, you know, people are like, why do you take sports so seriously? Um, they, they represent, they play for a team in the city that I love. I'm not from there, but I have, my entire family is. And, you know, I go up there all the time. It's like my home. So they represent the city that I love. And it is not a... I mean, obviously you can get pretty controversial with sports, but, like, it's not that controversial if you just watch the game. If you ignore all the <laughs> outside things and just watch the game itself, it's you, – you just enjoy it. It's a break from everything that goes on in this insane world.
0: I absolutely agree. That's not going to be everyone's choice. Some people are really like, I'd rather read a bunch of books or, like, you know – have fun I'm a with movie that. buff or like, yeah, do your own. I also love books, but like <laughs> one of my passions is this baseball team and that's okay. You know, I, I'm i sure there are people out there being like, why was she sobbing after this guy got hurt? I'm like, because I care because I love yeah. him. And now I'm, you know, I, I, I know he doesn't know me personally. That's not what it's about. It's because I spend a lot of my time watching him play baseball on my favorite team that, and so I genuinely love and care about these players and about this team. Mm -hmm. And I'm very passionate about it. So again, I'm unapologetically going to feel these emotions and I'm going to grieve, you know, when something bad happens. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, yeah, absolutely not. Sorry. You can make so (laughs) many memories just going to a ball game. Like, like last year, when in the NLDS, the first game, the first playoff game since 2011 in Philadelphia, like, not there hasn't been a better game that I've ever been to, and that is a memory that will let la- the reese bat spike all of that will live in my memory for the rest of my life.
0: I could Absolutely. be 90
1: years old not remembering what I just said two seconds ago, but I will remember. Uh, the Reese bat spike in person and in the NLCS when Harper had that uh the Bedlam at the Bank the one that sent us to the World Series I was on my couch right over there watching it with my mom and I'll never forget the tweet notification that I got saying that's why we call him every mv 3 and obviously that was a home run post and um my mom and I jumped up, we hugged each other, we watched it happen. That is a memory I'll never forget. The World Series Parade in 2008, a memory I'll never forget. It was Halloween. I went to the parade. I'll never forget the chaos that happened with SEPTA, the day of the parade, getting to the parade, walking around the city, getting in the Lincoln Financial Field, uh, in the suite because my, br- my grandmother had the hookup. It was me, <laughs> my mom, my dad, my grandmother, my sister and my sister's boyfriend at the time, who was a Mets fan, mm-hmm. got to watch the World Series parade in a suite in Lincoln Financial Field. I saw yeah. them ride around in the, in, the, in the parade, walk around the entire field, and then go over and do the rest of their thing.
0: So I actually, to- didn't go to- I actually didn't go because I was, um, I'm older than you, as we've discussed. <laughs> was my first- I was away at college. So um, was my sister. Yeah, that was my freshman year, so I didn't go. But that's okay. I went to the Eagles parade. Um, But you're absolutely right. Like these, it's for a lot of people. It's about family and friends and making those types of memories. Of course, the so mine for that past postseason would be JT's inside the park home run, just being experiencing that. This is when I'm, I might actually cry. Um, next to my <laughs> He's the reason that I like sports in the first place. Like, and to have that together, you know, we were like holding on to each other and jumping up and down. Like that's such a, that was the, the most amazing memory to have together. Um, and then I talk about it all the time, but the Stott walk-off and Harper Grand Slam on my birthday with, you know, my brother and my nephew who is, you know, he was, nine at the time, like, I know that will be a core memory for him for the rest of his life, too. Just that's why people like us love baseball.
1: Yeah. And especially like a city like Philadelphia, you know, so much goes on blue collar, work our butts off and everything like that. They work, you know, so sports is a break. It's a break for everything. Mm -hmm. And it's just you shut off your mind for three hours well i mean you you get pretty intently you know you get it gets pretty intense when you're watching the game but like <laughs> you shut everything off for three hours and in, in baseball it could be three hours from ten to, to one in the in the west coast if you're on the east coast like it's it's just a way to relax well
0: kind of in a low stress situation kind of relaxed
1: yeah <laughs> in a situation that won't affect your daily life but it'll hinder your mood for the rest of the day uh yeah and that's the best part it doesn't affect your daily life right it affects your mood but you know you're you're still gonna you know hopefully go to sleep wake up the next morning so it's not like, you know, unless you bet your house and it doesn't happen, then that, that's different. Yeah, don't do that, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, don't do that. That's that's the worst idea you could do. But, um, you know, it doesn't affect your daily life. And that's what I think people like the most about it. It's entertaining. It's a distraction. It does affect your mood. And, you know, wins feel great. Losses suck. Um, but it does not affect, you know, anything that goes on around you rather than your mood. So that's, it's part of it. It is. And about the 2008 parade, my mom was determined to take me to the parade because she was not able to go to the one in nineteen eighty.
0: I know. Honestly, I that is a regret of mine. Like I should have done whatever I could to make it. You'll go to the one this year, it's fine. That's what I'm saying. I'll be there. So we'll be in the parade. Yeah. I won't have yeah. Oh, we'll be in the parade. We'll be on the bus holding a a bell smashers podcast sign.
1: We are the players podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
0: could we be guests of Derek Hall? You never know.
1: No, just kidding. Oh, <laughs> no, but you, you. You'll see me, yeah, no, you'll see me right on Broad Street. Um, just going crazy for everybody this year because it's going to happen this year. That's right. They're not going to, you know, have some crazy record, but uh, they're definitely going to make some noise, I think. Yeah.
0: But the 87 win Phillies of 2022 made it into the World Series. So
1: Got anything there. can happen just get mm-hmm. there yeah that's I was talking to uh somebody you know who um and I was like how like the the vibes are crazy right now like it's so low you know um the the brewers are catching up to us and you know it's a little hectic right now what are your thoughts on the situation? And they said, just get to the postseason, watch what happens. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, I trust you. And hey, they were right. Yep. So, (laughs) like, literally cannot express how
0: excited I am for this season. I'm so excited. Um, Listeners, followers, viewers, we have, as Kylie was saying at the top of the episode, just (laughs) – so much more in store for you guys, especially now that the season is about to kick off. I can't even imagine all the things that we're going to do. Um,
1: I will eventually hint at what we're doing and what we're going to announce right before we're going to announce it. I'll hint at it. So gives you guys something to look out for because mm-hmm. I like to tease. <laughs> it's fun to tease. It's
0: nobody, fun. by the way, nobody guessed that our, Cur- that our guest was Kurt Landis. But no, no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we like, That's well, the best list- part. Yeah, they'll never
1: guess, but people work out. Which, guess- by the like- way, he's a super awesome dude.
0: Oh, yeah. We love you, too, Kurt. Very much. Yes. Uh, yes, I, um, I, he's our best friend. He, Yeah, he's another best friend of <laughs> ours. And <Yeah>, working on <laughs> meeting him in person so that yeah. we're both his favorite. Okay. Yeah, good
1: luck. I might not tell you when I'm going. <laughs>
0: Well, I'll have a cute kid with me, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> oh, we got a one up me and Jen. Uh-huh. That's what nephews <laughs> are for. <laughs> I'll bring my niece and nephew. Now, my sister won't I mean, my sister won't let me do that. But. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else you gotta say before we kick off this episode?
0: Go, Phil's is what I gotta say. Said. Said.
1: Said. Go fight. Right, go Fightins. We'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, we've won every single game by then. So, oh yeah, we'll see. <laughs> hey, now nah, I wish. I hope so. That that'd be cool. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>